Bill, where are they now? Good morning, Artie. I'm back. Welcome back. How was your trip? Oh, my God. It was so cold, I told you out there. It wow. was cold in the desert. Wow. I'm it's surprised. warmer outside today than it was in the desert oh, for that you wedding. Know, I missed you last week. I missed you. you. had a great time. Did. I'm happy you're back. Got to see you my son. Nice cap. Hollywood. Yeah, you got this Hollywood. What? That's all. And Devin, you got uh, rattlesnake eggs. Go ahead. Open them up. Take a look at it. Also, we got a guest this morning, Mickey, <laughs> is in, in our studio. Coming. I Welcome, knew it was Mickey. coming. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for being with us. Thank so you for everything. Great show, listeners. Give Twist it and give it to your uh, 773-763-9278. Again, 773-763-9278. We're also live on Facebook. Yes, we are. On Facebook wave wave to our friends and, uh, and listeners. Great show, like I said. That's all. Who's that guy in the corner? Listen. Hey, listen. Nikki, Nikki. welcome. What's Thank going you. on, brother? How are you? How are you? Everything well? Yes, sir. Good. You don't want to have one of those pretend donuts, huh? Correct. You'd like those other ones. Real donuts. Real donuts. <laughs> Not processed. Well, thanks for coming to see us well, this morning, you. Nikki. Thank you. Should We're always we happy to see you. with our wonderful, wonderful recipe segment uh, with our chef, Georgette Fotos. I stopped over there and gave her her apron and a gift to Father. Oh, and nice. A little, a little thing from oh, us. Man. Uh, yeah. Good Go morning, Georgia. You like it? And that How little. How are you? Wonderful. That little baked I'm fresh so was good. from Bobby and I, that little frame, you know. Yeah. So Ooh. she always does fresh stuff, right, Bobby? She yep. makes it up and. She does an amazing job for us. Me or well, my, I hope you like it. myself, I would go get a TV dinner, throw it in the oven, and say, "Hey, listen, I just cooked this up." Don't <laughs> I, you dare! So here we go. Uh, the Wild Game Show continues, featuring roasted quail with garlic mojo sauce nested in spaghetti squash and asparagus. What crawfish gumbo with wild boar sausage? Uh. Manitaropita, mushroom pita with Got black it. lentil. Say that for us. Manitaropita. Okay, you know, I, I'm only part Greek on, on Sundays. And for dessert, <laughs> pear swirled in chocolate and vanilla candies. So, oh, oh that enjoy sounds the good. wild menu. From the bayou to the field. I try to get a hold of Bubba, so maybe he'll call, you know. Um. Maybe I'll call. We don't know. Okay. Uh, he hasn't answered back yet. Okay. But let me tell you. Oh, by the way. Yes. Thank you for that stuff, Artie. It was tremendous. And guess what? That apron is spurring the January show. Okay. Got route it. Route 66. We're going to go through Route 66. Beautiful. Wow. Cool. Cool. Let's, let's go through the wild game show. Now, let's go. A great bargain on the quail. I got six quails for $14 at International Fresh Market, uh, Nietzsche. And I washed those little guys. But here's the thing. Barb and Kelly commodities. She, Those two girls were in California, and they went to the lemonade restaurant. They got me the lemonade cookbook. And they also got this mojo nice. sauce. Now, this mojo sauce, let's talk about squirrel, yeah? This is for keto people. 
Okay. This is a garlic sauce without potatoes or any kind of carb. In other words, I made this with olive oil, one head of garlic, I had a half a bunch of parsley, salt and pepper to taste my rendition. I added a whole lime and a whole lemon with the rind. I quartered it and one small onion. Blasted that in the blender until it was parade smooth. Then I took that and I rubbed that all over the quail. Mix it all. <laughs> Inside and out. I put one little cherry tomato in each quail and a sprig of rosemary. And I roasted that at 375 for about 40, 45 minutes on the bed of spaghetti squash and, uh, and asparagus. The spaghetti squash I had pre-cooked. Let me tell you, that was an amazing meal. It was not pungent garlic. Uh, in fact, I told Father not to eat any because I wanted to see if he detected the garlic, to, you know, for uh-huh. people who are dating. He didn't detect it at all. Ah, okay. And he said it had a very pleasant taste. Ah, very uh, good. The lemon juice and the lime juice neutralized the power of the garlic. Mm. Now. Interesting. Are you... And he and he doesn't right? need he doesn't need to fight off uh, Dracula because you know he's a priest and yeah, he's got the cross. Right, go ahead. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> his wow, it's right. Cool. <laughs> Naturally. Mm-hmm. All right. The perfect seafood gumbo. Oh. The, oh, this is this is so good. This is so good. You'd slap somebody. Okay. <laughs> hey, Come over here forget now. about it. <laughs> you slapped somebody. What? In a stock pot. She's a priest's wife. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> and all my all my New Orleans and, and Southern people know I love gumbo. Is that why Bubba didn't want to call? Because he's afraid you might smack him? <laughs> wow. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> well, in a pot, I put a cup of olive oil, a half a cup of uh, cup of olive oil, and four bay leaves. Oh, bay leaves. No, the bay leaves, yeah, not bay leaves. Oh. <laughs> Easy you over know, there, young man. <laughs> well, I was going to say, that sounds good. <laughs> I'm going to make it easy. We're going to use a Cajun spice instead of using all different peppers and things like that. So use two tablespoons of your favorite Cajun spice. But you must, you must use at least two tablespoons. I personally use a, half, a quarter of a cup of fillet powder. Okay. Fillet powder, so you'll know, is sassafras tea. That goes in there. And four crushed garlic cloves. Now, you blend this roux up. You heat it up. The darker the roux, the better the gumbo. Okay? And remember that. That is so important. Who's that Cajun now, guy? What sound did he used to make? Ooh, now, he didn't do ooh-wah. Do you remember? Udon is my favorite. What, what did he Udon used to say? Like Bam? Oh. Was it the Bam oh, guy? We're talking about Emerald. Emerald. Oh. Bam. Oh, yeah. Bam. Okay. Bam. Bam. Oh, he's the Bam. 
Ooh, yeah, I, let me tell you. I think he took that from the Flintstone. Bam, bam. <laughs> 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 bam, bam. <Yeah. laughs> we had a show one time on the Flintstones, That's remember? Right. That's right. Bedrock. That was great. <laughs> we're talking about him. All right. Okay. Now, for this particular rendition. Go ahead. Real gumbo has oysters and crab and clam. I mean, it is really a massive seafood chowder. For this gumbo, I used a half a pound of chicken breast cut into cubes, a half a pound of ham cut into cubes. I used 10 to 15 slices of wild boar salami. I used 10 to 15 slices of blood sausage. I Your favorite, Bobby. <laughs> four stalks of celery, two green bulb onions chopped, Two white onions chopped, two green peppers chopped, one pound of crayfish, one half pound of shrimp, one pound of okra chopped, salt and pepper to taste. Now I boil that sucker up. I boil it until it is nice and thick. And it's, I reduce the heat about 15 minutes into the boiling and let it simmer for 45 minutes. I take a cup of rice. Okay, you could get wild rice mixture. And you cook that up and you keep it on the side. You don't add that in the beginning. You add that afterwards. At the last 10 minutes of cooking, throw the rice in or when you're serving it. Okay. Okay. And you stir it all up and make your tummy happy because mm. this is the best gumbo you will ever, ever have. I'm going to tell you, do I don't like gumbo, but I would try this one. You know, from yeah. this picture I'm seeing yeah. here and it's on Facebook Live, I would try it, you know. Well, it, yeah. sound, it oh. sounds interesting, Yeah, you know. It really is. It's nice to don't have soup in the cold weather and gumbo. It's yeah. good. Oh, man, this is like a seafood meat stew that is going to leave you crying for more. Okay. And I mean that. Crying what? (laughs) Crying for more. (laughs) She's slapping and crying today. I don't know what's going on here. I'm telling you, this food was outstanding. Anyway, for my my, uh, vegetarian friends. Okay. I... See Thanksgiving coming, and you're planning. And even as a side dish, this is to die for. You go out, you can get them on sale, you can get them at regular price wherever you go. Get the most unusual mushrooms you can find. I use enoki, I use white brown shimuji, I use white caps, I used oyster. I chopped them all up, put them in a bowl. Actually, Father did. I, I, I won't and be saying stuff like, wow, man, after I have those. <laughs> oh, let me Forget you. about it. <laughs> hey, listen, where's my hey, listen button? Yeah, what did you do? You didn't bring it today? Yeah, my hey, listen hey, button. Listen. <laughs> oh, there you go. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Devin. Now, put two tablespoons of mushroom soy sauce on... These mushrooms, set them to the side. Now, in a skillet, I want you to stir up some spinach and arugula. 
about five ounces. It's usually a bag, okay, if you get it in a bag, the mixture. And you mix it up with a teaspoon of tarragon and some rosemary and parsley and mint. And you just saute that with uh, two chopped bulb green onions, salt and pepper to taste. Get that sauteed, then crumble about eight ounces of feta in there. Put it to the side. Now, while this is going on, I want you to boil a cup of black lentils. And in the black lentils, I want you to place black, uh, when it comes out, I want you to put one teaspoon of black sesame oil. All right? Okay. And I want you, once it's finished, to puree it so it gets thick. It becomes a pate. You put some olive oil in there, about three tablespoons, puree it. Now, you take the oil, and in a roasting pan, going in the alternate direction. Mm -hmm. Are you getting that? Got it. You you, You melt some butter. And you butter each layer, but you want eight layers of phyllo. And you want them hanging out the sides of the roasting pan. Okay. And you butter in between the layers. Remember that. Don't skip on the butter. Now. Butter, not margarine, remember. Well, if you're vegan, you go margarine. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, you you take half of the mushrooms and lay them down on the roasting pan. Then you're going to take your skillet with the spinach mixture, and you lay that on top of the mushrooms. Then you're going to take the lentil, and you pack that on top of the spinach. Then you take the rest of the mushrooms and put that on top. Fold over the ends and butter the whole top so that it's sealed. Then take two extra layers of filo, Butter that and place it on top. So it kind of seals it makes it look pretty. If you want to make designs on top of it, perfect. You put it in the oven and bake it at 380 for 40 minutes. What, wait, wait. If Why want, 380? People say 350, 375. Why 380? I don't want it roasted, so I won't go to 400. Okay. I All right. I don't want it in the low. I want to keep it. I want to make it crackly. I want everything to meld together. 380 is a nice number, and you can get it done in 40 minutes. But if you'd like to, put some mushroom soy sauce on the top, like I did, of the phyllo dough, just to color it. Okay. Let me tell you, that tastes like meat. I'm telling you, I saw Father and you this morning. You guys had big smiles. You must have had great food this week, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Always. Here's the intense part. Okay. Here's the intense part. I got to tell you, I made a discovery. Okay. I was, you know, you usually go into the grocery store. I wander around. Father does the shopping for whatever we need. I wander. I usually find deals. I usually find weird things. For the first time at Jewel. I come across this stuff called almond bark. Now, I've been looking for this stuff. I didn't realize that this candy coating is what you're going to want for Christmas, for Thanksgiving, all over. This will make your dessert. This stuff rocks. It comes in vanilla and it comes in chocolate. 
I had father put it in a double boiler, chocolate on one side, vanilla on the other, and we melted it. Hey, listen. Showed, hey, listen. <laughs> it was so easy. He did it. So what he did is we took the pears from the tree because we had a pear tree in the backyard. Took some pears from the pear tree, and father found some real nice shaped ones. After we melted the, the bark, we swirled it. This bark has no corn syrup. It does wow. not have any high fructose corn syrup, and it's solidified. Hmm. I asked so many people, they wouldn't tell me about this stuff. I found it on my own. I'm sharing it with you. Okay. Now, well, looks you interesting. take your pear, you take your pear, and you put it in the melted chocolate that swirled, and you swirl the pear in there and just place it on parchment paper. And that's the end of your dessert. Okay. People will, wow. be, people will be grabbing this. We will do other recipes with this stuff because you can make chocolate bombs, vanilla bombs, tea bombs, cocoa bombs, coffee bombs. You can mm, make coffee bombs. Uh-huh. Wow. Hot chocolate oh, bombs. Yeah, that sounds good. Oh, yeah. You so we're not going to say bam bam. We're going to say bomb bomb. <laughs> <laughs> and this is cool. This okay. is actually it wants it. All right. What well, do we got next great. week? What do we got next week? We got to let you go. Okay. Next week I have a special duck recipe. Okay. And I've got pumpkin. Spoon. What's up, Doc? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So be ready. You're going to have a fun show next And I just week, sent okay? you a cool okay. recipe. Wild mushroom pizza with Fantina and herb cream sauce. We can oh. talk about that next week. Hey, Georgia, put out your uh, your email yeah, your for email the Joyful Cookbook Guide okay. and the webpage for our listeners, please. Okay. The, the Joyful Cook's Guide has been taken down, so it's, re- it's being rewritten. Okay. Okay. So you might find it on eBay. You might find it at Crocs and Branch Mills. Uh, not Croxton, excuse me. Um, Barnes & Noble? Okay. If they still have it. Now, as far as the new book is concerned, I'm numbering pages. I am finishing my thank you, and I'm getting somebody's write-up this week. Yes, so, Bobby and I, I started it. Uh, yeah. I have to send it to you. <laughs> oh. Hey, we appreciate it. We appreciate everything, Georgia. I did start it. Okay. Oh, I'm glad you like it. All right. Thank you. All right. Listen, yeah, have you. a great week. We love you, and right. um, we'll talk we to you, you uh, next okay. week. All right. Let's All right. go right thank into you. my quote. Thank you to one of our listeners has made this friendship to the author and the husband today that we're going to be talking to. I had coffee with them. I had a great time. Um Here we go. Uh, The next guest has authored and edited several books relating to Rudolph Valentino, including Affairs Valentino, the Affairs Valentino Companion Guide. But today's topic in the book will be Norma, the life and death of Rudolph Valentino's beauty queen. Let's welcome Evelyn Zamaya Flores. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to our show. Where are they now? Good morning, Artie and Bobby. Thanks nice for be being here. on Thanks our program this morning. Back. Oh, you're welcome. Sure. Sorry we're a little yeah, what a, with the recipes. What a great but, book. Oh, yeah. What a great book. Um, wow, it's a great story. All right, before you do story. the book, do your quick bio mm-hmm. and your favorite sports team, and then we're going to go right into the book. <laughs> so, all right, we get you all the time. Go ahead. 
My quick bio? Yes. I don't know. I think I covered it in the last episode, but... Well, we've had... I've we've been, doubled I've our listeners. i a lot. Okay. <laughs> That's right. I've moved around a lot, and I have... My husband and I have written... I think we've published 14 books now on okay. Valentino and Natasha Rombova, so we're pretty excited about the Norman Niblock book, and I'm... <laughs> Can't give you a sports team right now. I guess the World Series came and went. So. That's true. Uh, any football? Not being a Houston fan. Any f- uh, football? Any hockey? Uh, I don't know. I okay. could say Boston Celtics. Oh, that's so. good. Oh, that's, that's, that's good. good yeah, time. that's good. All right, and, and tell us wrong there. Tell us how you met that wonderful Renato. Go ahead. He told me the story oh, the other know. day. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, tell everybody yeah, real quick. I great, think it's great. Well, we, I was invited to deliver a speech in Turin in 2009 at a conference on Valentino. And I almost didn't go. I almost didn't go to the reception. I barely staggered in there jet-lagged, and there was Renato Flores. I was introduced to a mutual friend, and that was that was it. Love oh, at first sight. All We've been history. ever since. There we go. Yeah, you hear that? Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you guys are a beautiful couple together. Wow. Oh, yeah. No, wonderful. We are. Already, we already wonderful. furnished me some photos, and you guys are magnificent. Oh, matter of fact, there it is. Look. Yeah. Look at that. We're up there, Bobby. Yeah. And we'll talk about Marcondas in a little while in the book, but start up with the book. What What got you into this deep research? And why do I say that? You have pictures. You have documents. I, I, I mean, I, I was afraid to see. You might have had their social security number and their credit cards. Thank God I, I you didn't print that. <laughs> Go well, ahead. Tell we us were, about we Norma. A, well, we have a podcast. And Norma Niblock has always been a really iconic presence in Valentino's story with all those images of the night in Madison Square Garden where he crowned her America's Queen of Beauty which incidentally is 99 years ago after this Thanksgiving weekend. Wow. But <laughs> after that, nobody knew anything about her. So we thought we would do a podcast about Norma. So a friend of mine doing some research on her own sends me a phone number for Norma's son and said, here, give him a call. I think he was 90 or is 90. And <clears throat> so I called him up and he was so eager to talk to me. He gave me his sister's contact number and she was pretty much the guardian of everything she had her mother's photographs all of her documents and it just began i interviewed them over a year and it went from a podcast to a book because every interview my mind was blown they just kept on unrolling these incredible things that happened to this woman after touched by the hand of rudolph valentino really led her life into a Really intriguing way, but the most the most incredible. And, and that was Sally, eyes. right? That was Sally. That is Sally. All right, Sally I have a was... question before we go farther. I read in here uh-huh. she took some golf lessons. She went to Palm Springs and she went to the car wash uh-huh. and she left her mother's bracelet, and it was gone. Did she uh-huh. ever find it? No. Wow. And that was a real touching thing because she found the bracelet at what she perceived at the time to be her mother's murder scene. Oh, she found no. it in the mud. So she she kept it. She was 30 years old. She kept that bracelet. So when she lost it, it was a, you know, a, a real moment in time for her to lose that connection. But one of the first things both of Norma's children told me was, you know, she was murdered. I was like, what? 
So wow. that that side of the story changed because I began to research and I discovered all kinds of new things about their mother's death that they didn't even know. It became a very complicated backstory to the whole story. But <clears throat> I think we've always, Renato and I have always been interested in stories of people who Valentino really affected. And that is so true with her. I mean, I learned so much about the the tour that Valentino took because he was on strike in 1923 and he and his new bride, Natasha Rumbover were dancing across the country, barnstorming and every city they had a beauty contest. Okay. And the winner of the winner of the local, the local winners convened in New York city on Thanksgiving weekend <clears throat> to compete for the, the big national prize. Well, Norma won, which was, shocking because she was Canadian and she had brown hair and wore no makeup. Those were big issues to the and, other contestants. And please, listeners, don't send us letters or emails, but <laughs> I read in here that she was 134 pounds. Is that a a, oh, a good weight for a, a beauty pageant <laughs> queen? I, I, again, I'm just asking the question. I'm not stereotyping. Was that a good weight? 134 pounds? Well, you know, Norma had a mother that I was quite a stage mom, and she gave some interviews, and she would attribute Norma's wonderful figure to the baby food and to her athleticism and all kinds of things. I read that but in the book, yes. She was, I think, 134, was probably considered pretty heavy at the time for a beauty queen. I'm glad you and said it, and I didn't say it. <laughs> Oh, I wish. Those days are gone. <laughs> no. Bobby, no. I don't think I was 134 when I was born, but, you know. <laughs> no. It's true. <laughs> But after after she won that magnificent crown, and we have some pictures in the book that I just was crazy over because, you know, after she won the crown, her life just took off in an absolute series of bizarre twists and turns. There was just no no stopping what happened to this young girl. But the, the, Sally had was sitting on this huge archive of photographs. <clears throat> And and again, to interrupt you. You told me, if I'm not mistaken, Sally still has the crown. Yes, she does. I wasn't going to say that, but she does. Oh, okay, okay. So, and, and she says it's still beautiful. Oh, but beautiful! I asked her to send me copies of all the photographs. Okay, wow. I got a box. I got a box in the mail. I won't say where from because she wants me to protect where no, she is. No, we don't want to say that. And, no, but I get a box in the mail. And she sent me all the originals of everything. <laughs> wow. It's like all of the documents, her school papers, things from the Mineral Lava Tour, her ID card as a contestant, you know, and all these Nikki. beautiful big photographs. So <laughs> the, the book is really enriched, I think, by Norma keeping all of that, which meant a lot to her. You know, she was very proud. And, you know, we have to hit Puritan Poultry because you and I were there. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about that. We got the picture up there in a second. But let's go to commercials and okay. come back and talk about that. And we got, you know, we're going to run out of time because this book has got so many wonderful stories. So we'll be right back after commercials. Bobby, our number is? Sounds good. 773-763-9278. Call us, listeners. Today's show is brought to you by Coors Light. Must be 21 and older to purchase. Please drink responsibly. Attention out there. 
Atomic Bingo is looking for show hosts with good personalities, great part-time money, and very short hours. For more information, call 773-805-1900 and ask for Ray. That's 773-805-1900 and ask for Ray. Atomic Bingo, always a blast. Their mission at Barrage Chiropractor and Wellness is to help you live a life of abundant health and wellness through a chiropractic lifestyle for you and your whole family. Barrage Chiropractor has been serving the north side of Chicago and the north suburbs since 2008. Dr. Barrage loves helping people of all ages feel better naturally without the use of drugs and surgery. With Dr. Barrage, you will see so many positive changes in your lifestyle on a daily basis. If pain has been stopping you from living your best life, Dr. Barrage can help. Call him at 773-545-9379 or find them at www.barragechiropractor.com. Teach your students the joys of science with Denoyer Geppert. We're the USA's leading manufacturer of anatomical models for education, with a number of our products on display at the Made in Chicago Museum. From autographed anatomy to zoology models, we have something for all ages. Place an order online today at denoyer.com. Your neighbor prescription headquarters, Tarby's Pharmacy, 5933 North Cicero Avenue, 773-545-0500. We accept most insurance cards at Tarby's Pharmacy. From Fannie Mae candies, Hallmark greeting cards, office supplies, books, toys, sodas, toothpaste, drug items, newspapers, lottery tickets, toys, and so much more. Tarby's Pharmacy is family-owned, personalized service. Open Monday through Friday, 8.30 a.m. to 8.30 p.m. Saturdays 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. and Sundays 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Tarpey's Pharmacy, your neighborhood prescription headquarters. Abbott Painting, painting and decorating since 1973. Abbott Painting specializes in commercial, industrial, and residential properties. Abbott Painting is a licensed general contractor, whether it's a wall, ceiling, floor, cabinet, tower, deck, fence, or anything you can imagine. Abbott Painting, with their 48 years of experience, applies premium paint finishes or wall coverings that will exceed your expectations. Call Abbott Painting and mention this ad for a 10% discount. For your free estimate, call 773-725-9800. Again, that's 773-725-9800. Thank you. Since 1983, Windy City Sweets has specialized in candy and handmade chocolates. Our candy is a favorite destination for our faithful Chicago customers and is one of America's favorite online candy shops for gourmet gift baskets and more. Every week, we hand make our chocolate blends on site. Our Chicago Candy Store Chocolate Bar has more than 1,200 specialty sweet treats you simply won't find in many other places. From gourmet chocolate to homemade fudge, nuts, gummies, and our world's famous ice cream. Windy City Sweets is located at 3308 North Broadway Street, Chicago, Illinois. 773-477-6100. Windy City Sweets, where life is a little bit sweeter. You shop local, you eat local. Why not bank local? Mega banks can be frustrating. When you bank local, your bankers are also your neighbors. We live in your communities. We support and volunteer for your local organizations. And when you bank local, your money supports small businesses within our community. Together, we make our community better. 
you get all this and access to the technology you deserve. That's banking done right. That's Byline. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. At 5500 Park Place in Rosemont, Illinois, there stands Crust Brewing. Crust Brewing is a brewery owned by a father and son duo. We have a love for beer and quality food, along with unmatched hospitality, and they decide to share their loves with the world in 2021. At Crust Brewing, they only have one goal, perfect the following three categories, beer, food, and experience. From beers made fresh in the brew house, to brick oven pizzas, and a location in the Parkway Bank Park, so you can experience uncrafted hospitality. Visit the website crustbrewing.com or call 630-653-5500. Crust Brewing, we dare you to find a better beer, food, or experience. ID Theft Assist is a monthly subscription that gives you and your immediate family access to the quickest identity theft response services. They do all the work for you. One call, one solution. Their three-step approach compiles the facts, contacts your creditors, and restores your credit. They offer complete restoration services, credit monitoring the three major credit reporting agencies, and also offer a $1 million insurance policy, which will reimburse an individual in the event that you do any of the work on your own. Right now, listeners of Where Are They Now with Art and Bobby have an opportunity to become a member with a special discount. Just go to idtheftassist.com slash e slash Art and Bobby and sign up for this ID security blanket for just $10 a month when you register with this exclusive offer. There's a one in three chance of identity theft if your information has ever been stolen in a breach. So take the step now to protect yourself and your identity by joining ID Theft Assist today. Welcome to JenningsChevrolet.com. Jennings Chevrolet in Glenview is a family-owned business that's been serving Chicagoland since 1958. How has Jennings remained in business while so many of our competitors faded away? The simple reason is that Jennings delivers the low prices plus the quality sales and service experience that other dealers only promise. Every dealership pays the exact same amount to the factory for a new Chevy, but some dealers advertise phony low prices online just to lure you in. At JenningsChevrolet.com, every buyer qualifies for our lowest advertised price. The low price you see is the low price you pay. Jennings has one of the area's largest inventories of new Chevrolets and quality pre-owned vehicles. If you can't find what you're searching for, we'll get it through our express locator system. Thank you for visiting JenningsChevrolet.com. Jennings Reputation. Hey, listen, welcome back, listeners. Next time you buy a chicken or a duck at the farmer's market in Hollywood, <laughs> remember the girl that started it. It was uh, once Miss America. Let's welcome our guest back, Evelyn. Welcome back. Welcome. You see? Oh, well, hi. We didn't even, you didn't even know we were going to talk about it. I had it tied in. Uh, How do you know, like I wrote that? The notes, huh? How do you like that? <laughs> Artie did some investigations. That's you know? right. That's right. You want to talk about that first? What do you want to talk about? Well, I think the Puritan poultry is just incredible because she did come to Hollywood. There was a contract signed, which her mother signed after she won the crown, 
to represent Mineral Ava Beauty Clay. But in the contract, she was guaranteed a role in a Valentino movie, which really did not pan out. That's a whole other insane story of her coming to Hollywood and being on the set of Cobra, uh, which I'll leave for readers to discover what happens. Okay. But she, after several, you know, disastrous things in her life, she fell in love with a retail poultry salesman, Holland Vaughn. And they opened up uh, the Puritan Poultry in the farmer's market probably like within a year or two after it was first started in the 30s. And that it's still there. The Puritan Poultry sign is still there. But she was recognized. If anybody's watching Facebook Live, they, that's myself and Evelyn in front there. <laughs> yeah. We went over and they took a there picture. There we go. Okay. <laughs> but celebrities would come down. She got some press in a column about the farmer's market, and people would come in and have their picture taken with her. And, you know, she was still known in those days as, you know, Miss America. I guess they started calling her, but that's what it was. But her her uh, daughter especially, you know, every time I talked to Sally, the story would just get deeper and deeper. And I was trying to keep up researching and adding to it and trying to write an entertaining story, but... She really, you know, some of the, some of the stories that uh, of the artifacts she had were just incredible. Like the, the uh, fan, the fan letters that we put in the book. Right. Her father, when when she won Miss Toronto, the local competition, uh, she started getting fan mail. And after she won the national, she was getting fan mail for months from all over the world. So these big sacks of mail were coming, which were pretty indecent. Her father deemed them indecent. He would drag the sacks of mail into the backyard and burn the sacks. So a few of the letters fell out, and the maid saved them for her. And those are in the book. And they are just so rich, you know, the the, the guy from Turkey calling her the high victress of beauty. And, you know, and Renato translated a lot of them. There's some Italian ones, an Italian man sending her hot Italian kisses. Oh, well, wow, cool. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're great. But later in life in Los Angeles, she fell into the company of a very dubious man who was an osteopath in Hollywood, who, you know, would be would be her demise. And her children blamed him for her death. So I, I located the daughter of this doctor, and we started to research through police archives and local news archives, and we just, just the story just unfolded about this man. But her death, I consider, is still a mystery. I was upset. I didn't really solve it, but I think it's almost impossible at this point to figure out exactly what happened in that living room in the Hollywood Hills that night when Norma Norma died. But, you know, curiously, there's a... I have a question. She's, yeah? is she, was she cremated or buried? She was cremated, but see, the doc, the doctor was immediately incriminated in her death. Okay. And by the time by the time Sally and her husband arrived, you know, in Los Angeles, he had already embalmed her and taken her to, you know, to be in, in, in you know cremated. So because the police were going to investigate. So when I first talked to both, you know, her children, Sally and Roger, the one of the first things they said is, you know, they drained her blood. 
so they couldn't tell what happened. Wow. So I think they, they were talking about the embalming. Don't but, touch my blood when I go, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Forget about cemetery, it. The oh cemetery still had the receipt for her body. They had somebody paid $10. You know, to have her have her left out, but it just the story ended there in such a a poof. You know, it was just a vanishing point. So I had to work backwards to see what I could put in. But I'm hoping someday somebody will pick up that the, well, the clues may, and maybe with with all these years later, the DNA. Maybe they could do a DNA on the uh, cremated uh, yeah thing. It would be yeah. interesting just to see it if would, there was anything yeah, in there. Would be very interesting, you know, because it's the technology. Yeah, and I probably watched too much CSI, you know. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was very much a CSI point at some point because I just was determined I was going to, you know, I had the Los Angeles County Hall of Records do a full search. They found nothing that had been cleaned. Wow, cleaned completely out. So it was kind of a dead end. But I still think there's some. Might be some police records laying around, but it's very. It was. It was very. I had. I had to tell her children when they were, you know, believing one way their entire lives. I had to tell them it was the police had lied to you. Wow. You know. So it was an interesting. Norma's Norma's end is a very, very quizzical aspect of her life. But Bobby. I, you know, her her whole life was really affected by that crown. At Madison Square Garden, everything changed. Hold on one second, uh, Evelyn. We got a caller. Good morning, caller. Welcome oh, okay. to our oh, show. Good morning. Where are they now? Yeah, good morning. Uh, I'm just fascinating topic, and I was thinking about you know, and your guests can speak to this. I guess uh, what is the beauty contest or beauty pageant? What is it really? Because you, if you watch this, you know, Miss America or whatever. It's, there's no ugly ones up there. <laughs> you know, yeah, right. So You're right. You possibly, how could you possibly make a choice? I always think, well, how could I, you know, who, who would I not want to go home with? Uh-huh. But the whole point is because she was talking about after this, you know, the letter from one of the guys was from Turkey who called her the, you know, the beauty, whatever, what did you say it was? But it seems to me it's um, once the hand of Rudolph Valentino touches your life, it's created a mystique that's undeniable. So what is really a pageant is who is able to go beyond the, you know, the look or, you know, the talent contest and actually project this mystique, this, the most unique mystique amongst them all. And it maybe doesn't have anything to do with beauty necessarily physically because you say, oh, 134 pounds is, you know, but, you know, the, the largest, the biggest, whatever you want to call it, model that ever posed for Playboy, Rosemary Hillcrest, in 19... 19- 62, she was British, and she was, I think she was about 5'9", but she was 140 pounds, and she, her, I think her measurements was like 40, 27, 38. So she was a much bigger model than, wow. but okay. still, I mean, mm-hmm. she wasn't, she wasn't Nothing wrong with that, you know. <laughs> you know. All right. Well, you know, uh, there's a picture in the, uh, a remarkable and very rare picture in the book of all the contestants. And when you look at it, I immediately picked out Norma. She has a way of putting her chin down to her shoulder and being very coy and flirtatious in a way. But she really had, I think because she didn't wear makeup and because she had such a natural beauty about her and brown hair. I think most of the contestants... She was very beautiful, yeah. Yeah. Oh, she was. I mean, and 
the the pictures of her with Valentino. You know, online there's a somebody tried to put the voice to Valentino. You know, they regenerated a little clip of Norma and Rudolph Valentino talking right after the crowning, and he's telling her what the band, the orchestra is playing. I just thought that was so sweet. You know, she was sitting there just beaming. But she also had a fever. Her daughter told me that she was sick. The next morning she woke up with all of these press photographs to take and, you know, her whole life just exploding on the scene in New York City. And she had a fever of 104. Wow. All the the pictures of her, you just think, poor poor dear, you know, having this thing. Page 141 and 142 of your book. Norma, The Life and Death of Rudolph Valentino's Beauty Queen. You can get it at Amazon. In, uh, where Anywhere, else can you get it? Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's Barnes a, & Noble, any online okay. site, you know. And, the pictures, and listeners, in this book are tremendous. They really are. And you yeah, still have really your site up there? Country. Do you still have your site? Um, well, we do, but we're on Patreon now. We had to quiet down those little pr- troublemakers so we have a subscription <laughs> account on <laughs> patreon.com backslash affairs valentino okay so All right yeah for a minimal amount we can talk without without interference yeah and we always have haters in life you know you yeah. tell the truth uh, and they don't like to hear the truth so <laughs> <laughs> no they don't okay um uh, well, it was fun seeing you. Oh, Kirk yeah. Oh, it was nice. It was nice to uh, yeah. have coffee, and our good friend Five Val stars. was there. And yeah, um, yeah. uh, it would be good. Maybe uh, we'll see a movie of Rudolph Valentino. Coming up, yeah. yeah. Maybe, yeah. yeah. You know, with all these wonderful How books. many books did you publish? 11, you say? I think 14 oh, now. 14, oh, wow. For all the years. Excellent. Various aspects, and, you know, they kind of find us. Yeah. So well, we thank you for your great work. Happening. Thank you for your great oh. work, and thank you for being on our program this morning. Yeah. Again, listeners, well, if you have you. any questions for our guest, 773-763-9278. We're running out of time. I do have some announcements. and uh, we got a few minutes, Bobby. Let, and, let, uh, let our listeners call us. I do have a question. on uh, Holland was her husband, right? Right. Right. And, uh, yeah, didn't they open up a few places, and then um, how many places did they open up together other than the poultry, I think I read in oh, here? They, they had one in Beverly Hills for a while. Okay. And he he alone, before Norma, was downtown at the Grand Market, which was a big open-air you know, marketplace. But Puritan Poultry, they ran for a very long time. That was That was their business, and I just, you know... Like when their son told me about the walk-in freezer, and I go by there and I see it. There's just this moment of, you know, odd, odd serendipity that I would be there uh-huh. looking at these places where the story, the story took place. But she was, she was, she was a feisty, gutsy lady who really took her life on, you know, full blast. Her, her daughter said that when I think of my mother, I think of crashing waves and the color red. And wow. that is absolutely the bottom line. Norma's a great story. It she sure a is. Beautiful life. Mm-hmm. Now, now, when her husband passed, did she have a little difficulty with the businesses or no? Oh, she had. They they moved at some point after the children were gone. Okay. Uh, north, and they opened a, an air Airbnb. Look at me talking. They opened a bed and breakfast. And after he died, she did not do well at all. Norma could not manage the business, and. 
she kind of fell on the wayside, you know, and began drinking and ended up in Hollywood with a, a ne'er-do-well troubled doctor who, you know, that would be that would be the end of the story at that in 1962, February yeah. 12th. Yeah, the doctor so, uh, allegedly, uh, Devin, went to suck your blood. He drained your blood. <laughs> what the heck was that? <laughs> well, he, was, he was hiding from a police chief that he had a long history with. So it was, and he did go to prison. He did. Oh, wow. He did? For what? Mm-hmm. He, he went to prison for, you know, ridiculous things like writing prescriptions for drugs for patients that were, you know, not that were for him. I, you know, they were they got him on a lot of little technicalities, but they I think they knew exactly what happened. But because the, Sally told me that when the police met with her, they said, we can't get him on murder, but we can get him on drug charges. So that's what they did. OK. All right. So it's still a mystery. All right, try to get try to get some of her um, ashes, and maybe we can uh, raise some money and do a DNA. It would be interesting to see if we can find anything. What do you think? I think that's a good idea, and I, and I do have a contact at the cemetery who wanted to remain anonymous. It's so funny. I don't know why, but well, people want to be anonymous, you know. Well, he gave he gave me the the death certificate. He gave me all the, you know. The information. The death certificate has a place of birth as listed as unknown, which the man at the cemetery had never seen. So, wow. there's, there's a lot of a lot of loose ends we can fill in someday. Okay. Well, thank you. Well, we appreciate and, having you on our show again. Yeah. Right. And well, uh, Artie was lucky to me. to see you when right. he was away. Right. If so, we go back uh, out there, uh, there's an offer that uh, her wonderful husband's going to make some Italian food. So, Bobby, maybe you've got to come oh, yeah, with. Yeah. Is. If you yeah. come to Chicago, <laughs> please let us know, we'll, too. We'll take him to lunch. Oh, I will. Yeah. I will. That would be great to Very meet you. Very much so. Oh, I thank okay. you. Thank and you, thank Bobby. you. We love you. And, um, Bobby, you got okay. some announcements. Yes, I have some announcements. Go ahead. Uh, congratulations okay. to. Bye-bye. Take care, and thanks again. <clears throat> Congratulations to Desi, a good friend of mine. Her birthday is coming up on November 15th. Congratulations, Desi. Also, Chris and Polly, good friends of mine for many years. Their anniversary was yesterday, 32 years. Wow, happy Congratulations. anniversary. Also, we want to thank all the veterans for oh, their yes. great service. Thank you, Bobby. Yes. Yesterday we honored the veterans. We honor you every day of the year. We cannot thank the veterans for your service, for keeping our country safe, to the first responders, the fire and police. We cannot thank you enough. And we want to thank our good friend, John Garrido. He retired? Yes. He was right? Yes. Yeah. He's and retiring I think he retired this week. Did he retire already? I think he did, but uh, there's a party coming up. Don't buy tickets until we get ours. And then yeah, congratulations. <laughs> congratulations, yeah. Jan. What a great guy. And the Marines just had a birthday, too, 200 and some years, uh, the day before Veterans Day. So thank you to the Marines, too. Also, my good friend Patrick is retiring. Actually, he retired already from the Cook County Sheriff's Police. Well, congrats, Patrick. And uh, he's going to start a new uh, chapter in his life. But Do we know, or is it a secret? Uh, I don't think we know yet, but uh, congratulations. He's going to be a secret squirrel, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got the Euro Belkin Folk Fest uh, tomorrow, November 13th, at 4225 North Central, right in the neighborhood. 
Um, and if you want, donate to the Patrick J. Harney Endowment uh, over at, uh, what's the school? St. Ignatius. Okay. I'm trying to think. We got another minute. We, we usually run we out also of time. Want to thank, we also want to thank our sponsors, Jennings Chevrolet, Cross Brewing, Abbott Painting, Granoia Gepper. Tabor Gepper, yeah. Uh, Happy Pet, Windy City Suites, uh, uh, our chiropractor, Stephen, Dr. Stephen Bordage. And we've been getting a lot of emails on that. ID Byline, theft. Yeah, Byline Bank. Byline Bank, Bank I'm sorry. Yep. Did you say Jennings? Yep, Jennings okay. Chevrolet. Uh-huh. And, Listeners, uh, if you're interested, you can get the ID protection, ID theft assistance, forward slash E, forward slash Art and Bobby, you can sign up today for $10 a month, special pricing. You get a security blanket. This is only available for a short time. Yeah. You know, what if your identity is stolen? How do you get your money back? They have avenues if you know to protect yourself on email, internet, on the mobile sites. Absolutely. It's the I best mean, thing. You listeners. get those calls. Hi, uh, this is Amazon. We yeah, got 1500 right. on your card. <laughs> Come on. Don't answer those calls. Hey, sign up today, you, listeners. Yeah, ID theft. Yeah, you'll you'll be thrilled with the service. Devin, thank you as always. Next week, we have from the Salvation Army going to tell us how to be a, a bell ringer. And more important, I've already asked her, tell us about the golden coins that people drop in. So we're going to find oh, that's out be interesting. about that. Yeah. And that's Kathleen Himes, H-I-M-E-S, next week. And lots of good things. We got... Um, well, we got a lot of fun things coming up. Absolutely. We got some, uh, you know, Christmas stuff and... Santa's it's coming. Be, it's going to be a surprise. Absolutely. Listen. Thank you. We love you. Have yeah. a great Have weekend. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to our show. Be kind to each other and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Thank you.